Ask Dr. Gans the podcast. Stress, that's our topic. Everybody's got it. Everybody feels it. The big question is, what do you do with it? How can you handle it? That way you can be your best. You can do your best and more importantly, feel your best in all areas of life. And that's what we're all about here at Ask Dr. Gans the podcast. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, along with registered psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz. How are you doing today? I am good, Bryn. Always good to see and hear you and talk with you. Thanks. Well, let's move on to our topic on this podcast, which is, wow, we're clipping along. This is podcast number 32. That's awesome. I'm happy to say. The mm-hmm. topic of the day today is the joys and pitfalls of working from home. Everybody seems to be, everybody thinks that setting up a home office and working out of the house is going to be the absolute best thing. It doesn't end up being that for everybody. Well, I mean, the commute's good typically, right? Sure, but- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your your pants budget goes down a lot, um, but <laughs> but I think um, there 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 are some there are some advantages for sure. So you know, one of the advantages is that that quick commute, right? But there's some disadvantages, and and so there are ways to set your stuff self up for success. And there are ways or pitfalls of things that you need to look out for, right? So let's talk about the commute. Sure. So the commute for itself, like, I mean, like the, the, the upside of this is, yeah, you have more flexibility. You know, the commute typically is down the hall or go in the basement or across, you know, like the corner of your bedroom or your kitchen table, wherever it is. So that can be a very good thing. You save on money, you save, you know, wear and tear your car, different things like that. But the 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 one part that is difficult for anybody who's working from home whether they've done this as an entrepreneur or they just have to relocate to home now because of um covid and uh, and all the other different challenges we're having right now is that there can be no separation there sometimes is no separation between home and work one of the things i've said for years when i work with entrepreneurs or or people who are um, working out of their home is that you really want to set yourself up in a separate space so that you have some place that's just dedicated to work. If you don't do that, not only is it difficult for you to have an endpoint, but you also may have a difficult starting starting point, right? There's no there's no real separation. And and so it's so easy for for home stuff like oh man, I see those dishes in the sink or you know I'm looking at that pile of laundry over there to distract you when you're out when you're on the job or for work stuff to distract you when you need to be at home relaxing or with your family or doing things that are important to you. So really, really important that you separate um, makes that delineation so that you know, okay, this is work time and this is home time. So there are a few ways that, that we can do this. Okay. So I, I, I got to talk to you about this and you might actually know this movie. It's an old movie now. It's called What About Bob? With Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's who, uh, Bill Murray, is it? Bill no? Murray, yeah. Bill Murray and uh, Richard Dreyfuss, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> it's a and, frustrating you know, movie to watch, but I love it. 
It's hilarious. Well, there was a there's a scene there's, there's some scenes at the beginning of the movie, right? So Bob is one of these guys. He's got all sorts of anxieties. He actually works from home, but literally he has this little desk. He's got this like this, this open bachelor pad, whatever kind of thing, one room apartment, and he's got his little desk set up in the corner. And he puts on his tie. He makes his coffee, and he's got a punch clock that he punches when he goes to his little corner. He punches out for lunch. He go, yeah. punches back in, and you know. And and as absurd as that seems, there's some logic to it, okay? Because in that moment, he knows when he starts, he knows when he finishes, and so so. But being able to do that is is a way to start your day and end your day. Now we don't have to go and hire like get a get a buy a punch clock or anything like that. But it can be as simple as these are the clothes that I wear when I'm at work and these are the clothes that I take off when I'm done work or a hat or, you know, whatever it is that's going to make that time and that space just dedicated to that because it really does help us to put ourselves in the right mindset and then get ourselves into the right mindset when it's time to to quit. I have a very good friend of mine who is very successful, works from home, but really struggled initially. And I said, well, how did you get things turned around? He says, you're never going to believe this. And it may sound very unlike me. He's a very laid back guy. But what he would do is he would make lunch upstairs, put it in a little lunch container. And when he went downstairs to his office, he did not come back up until later in the day, like four or five. He would eat his lunch at his desk in his office he tried to just separate home and office as much as he possibly could. It worked for him. Absolutely. It was it was it was amazing to see that uh, that progression in his thinking. Yeah. That once he went downstairs with his little lunch bag, even though the kitchen's right upstairs, <laughs> he wasn't going to go upstairs because he said, "If I go upstairs, I find other things to do." Absolutely. It's it seems silly. Like when you hear about that stuff, you hear like Bob punching the punch clock, or you're successful i gotta say successful entrepreneur friend who did this like get had carries a little lunch bag down to his workstation down in the basement it's like these little rituals really have a lot of meaning and a lot of power in our subconscious right because what it does is it it says okay this is work time okay this is not work time so i i mentioned before i've i've worked quite a bit with like um folks in um, like law enforcement and stuff like that, right? So one of the things, one of the concepts that's really important um, for them, well, two concepts, I guess. One is like just that separation that we're talking about, but also the concept of what's that's called role armor. So role armor. So when we're in a certain role, we have a certain way of thinking. We have a certain mindset that we have. And when we're not in that role, that's not that's not available to us. It's we're 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 in a different mode, so to speak, right? right? And that that role, that that certain mindset, being in that mode, actually protects us from certain things. So if we deal with something in our regular everyday life, like so, my role as a psychologist, I know there's a certain thing I need to like. I need to be prepared to hear and to deal with and to talk about. But if I'm not, if I'm just sort of a civilian and I'm walking around and I gotta like I gotta deal with this stuff right away it's not as easy for me because I'm not, I'm not prepared mentally. Do you know what I mean? And so these, these starting and ending rituals, like your friend, like, okay, I'm going downstairs to work now. That helps to put his, he's got his role armor on for whatever his job is, but it's extremely important for people who 
have these more um, uh, more intense types of roles, whether it's in law enforcement or medic, uh, you know, in the medical field or as a teacher or whatever. Especially teachers now that that are working from home too. So they've got to they've got to figure this out while they're still at home too. Whereas before they'd actually be able to drive to school and and get into the headspace that way. It works for him. Now, since the COVID stuff has come in, I'm not working out of a studio anymore. I've got a little setup, a little studio setup in my basement, which I'm enjoying. But I'm very easily distracted if somebody opened the door to the lower level of the house and shook their keys even though we're doing a podcast i would struggle with that i would do the what was that what was that i i'm very very distracted so the i guess the question and there's got to be more people out there like me oh yeah who are, are really struggling a little bit from working from home uh, just seconds before we came on the dog came down the stairs because it's almost time for dinner and yeah. and he wants to eat so I'm distracted by all this stuff, but how do we how do we focus? How do we get our focus? How do we get into the zone? I guess is the best way of putting it. So, so two things, and, and you know, so this is really really practical in terms of like if you're living with other people or animals or whatever, right? Well, you can't really negotiate with animals, but you can kind of set yourself up to okay, I'm going to feed you at these times, and you got to stay in here for now, right? But but with kids and with like other other family members. It is really a negotiation to say, okay, listen, from this time to this time, these are going to be my regular work hours. Unless something's on fire, please don't interrupt me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I need this. I, I struggle with focus, and this is going to help me help me focus if I can just do this. Even getting into the rhythm yourself will help you with focus, but also helps your housemates and roommates and family to know, oh, well, Mom, dad, you know, they're working during this time. And so I can't, I got to be quiet or I got to, you know, stay off the internet or whatever it is, whatever the, the restrictions might be around that. But, you know, it, it's, it's responsible and respectful for those of us who are working from home to have that negotiation with the folks that live with us. But it's also respectful and responsible for the folks that are living to respect that as much as possible. Little kids, that's a little harder, yeah. right? Because they don't quite understand. They, they don't have the same kind of discipline. But um, what, what I would suggest with little kids is make time for them so they know this is their time. And then after that, it's like, okay, well, now, now it's mommy or daddy's time to, to do this work. Can you, can you help, me, help mommy or daddy out and go and do this first for this period of time? With more and more kids homeschooling too because of the mm -hmm. COVID situation, we have a 13-year-old here doing homeschooling, and he believes that when his schooling time is done, it's time to come downstairs to my office area and talk. And right. uh, as much as I love it, I also have to get work done. And it's it so finding that fine line between balancing everything, that's tough. Yeah, and well, especially, you know, I'm glad you brought up the kids, right? Because as much as this is a challenge for us adults to be doing things differently, it's it's even a bigger challenge sometimes for the kids because not only are they doing things differently, but home is different too. Because now you know somebody's working from home or different things like that, and you know, and they're not they're not able to connect with their friends and have the same supports that they would normally have before the lockdown, right? So um, I, I I do think it is important for parents to you know you can't be on call all the time to everything they need in every in, in any typical any any kind of random moment. But I do think it's okay to, even in the workday, if you can swing it, if you're able to get back and be focused, to give them some time, you know, 
some dedicated time. Okay, well, okay. So after your your school day's done, you got me for 15 minutes. This is the window. This is when we're going to take my my coffee break. I'm going we're going to sit down, we're going to have coffee, and we're going to talk and and after that then, you know, you got to go, I got to get back to work and then we have some more time in the evening. But if you if you dedicate the time to them and they know that that's their time, they're less they're less apt to start to try to pull more time at random at random times where you can't uh, predict it, right? So yeah. I would just build it in. And this would be my my advice to people who are working from home. Make sure you build in time for your kids, not just at the end of the day, but for sure at the end of the day. But even if you need to do it one or twi- once or twice during the day, but set it. You set that block so that you so it's not like you're not like holding your breath, hoping they don't come in. And they're not always wondering when, when mom and dad's going to have the time for me. This may sound absolutely crazy. I'm now calling it recess. And that's over, the, that's over the lunch hour where I can I can commit to a 45-minute window. Yeah. And we can – I got to make sure the dog's not around when I use the word walk. We walk <laughs> the dog for four to six blocks every yeah. day in that, that noon hour recess break for both of us. And it's great connection time. Yep. It's fun for the four-legged friend. Yep. Who's still wanting to be fed in behind me. It's but but making that time is you just got to do it. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, even even the teens as much as they can, they have the capacity to understand that this is work time, this is not work time. They still need mom and dad, right? They still need the adults in the home. And so when we can make sure that they know that they're valued and we have time for them, it's wonderful. It builds that connection. And this is one of the, I guess, the silver linings with this whole uh, pandemic is that if we do it right, this really gives us an opportunity to connect with our family members, our kids, our parents, you know, the people that we live with in a very different way and can be much more meaningful than we were able to before because we have the time now and we just have to build it in because we still got to get work done. Right. Right. But, but we also need to send the message that our family members are important to us. I guess you recognize really quickly whether or not you're one of those people that can do this Mm -hmm. or you're one of those people that cannot do this. I'm finding right now, I'm still not completely sure whether or not I like this or I like to have a studio office space somewhere away. And you know why? Part of it is you mentioned the commute. The commute's never, never bothered me. It's a nice refreshing downtime for me in a car for 25 minutes or whatever to get to work. But are you are you finding some people are really struggling mightily with trying to get into that zone at home? Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah that's that's a really good point, Bryn, because that that commute so now it's across the hall as opposed to twenty minutes in the car. Right. Well, that twenty minutes in the car is a great time for me to get into mode, right? To put on my roll armor and to get prepared and to think and have that quiet time or listen to some music or listen to the news or whatever. Um, same thing at the end of the day, right? Um, I'm driving home, whether it's tra- traffic or not, I can, you know, just take my time and uh, I can prepare to be at home now. And so that is no longer available. We've, 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 you know, we've got the convenience of not having to drive, but we've missed out on the uh, advantage of having that, that downtime. So there's a lot of those types of things that were built into our regular everyday lives when we were working at a remote site, at the office or wherever, that now we have to deliberately and consciously create for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I do since I've been working at home is when I'm done my day, I don't leave my office right away. I put everything away and I just sit for a little bit. 
and I might do something, I might call somebody or listen to some music or do whatever, just to give me that little bit of transition time. And then I go and connect with the family after that, right? And so, and, and I, try, I try, I'm not as efficient with that as in the mornings because I'm, you know, I want to sleep a little longer. But, um, you know, when I can do it in the mornings, my day goes better. It's really kind of like running a race, isn't it? You got to warm up before you get started. You got to run and your cool race. Down. And then you got to do the cool down. <laughs> That's right. It's, 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 it's a marathon every day. Yep. You know, you're going to yep. hit the wall at a certain point in the afternoon. I'm also at the age now where if I sat down in a nice big easy chair at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and didn't have anything going on for an hour, I know at some point I'm going to wake up 20 <laughs> minutes later and go, what happened there? But it really is. It's like running a race. Yeah, yeah, it is. And what's interesting is you look at some of the, the, the countries, like even in France and Italy and some of these places, but for sure the ones that are around the equator right in the tropics, siesta is part of their they just build that into their day right i mean in especially southern france you get lunchtime is 12 to 2 do you know what i mean and so then you go back to work at two o'clock but you have that you've built into your day that downtime where you can spend a nice leisurely lunch connect to the family maybe take a nap you know and then get back to work and yeah it's it's not a bad way to live honestly we have to tell people that you're listening to ask dr gans the podcast you knew that when you tuned us in and thank you for subscribing and following along with us. We appreciate that. You can check us out on Facebook, and it's real simple. Ask Dr. Gans. Doctor is DR. You can also check us out online on the website, which is askdrgans.com. And finally, on Twitter, it's pretty simple, too. The handle is at, uh, sorry, yes, at askdrgans on Twitter. And uh, we, uh, we appreciate everybody for, for joining us. The other big thing is retweets. You and I have yes. talked about this. If you like what you're hearing and you want friends to hear it, make sure you retweet out what we send out every week. And, uh, I mean, the goal here is to try to help everybody, right, in some small That's way. Right. That's right. You know, the best way to help yourself learn and, and like, kind of incorporate any new information you get is to share it right so so teach it but you know share what you hear right so retweet tell people about the podcast and also drop us a line let us know how we're doing let us know what you like and what you don't like and also any topics you want to see covered because we want to make sure that we're meeting your needs to make sure that you're getting the information you need that can help you feel better but also do better I have to go because you know who beside me here wants to be fed. <laughs> so uh, thanks for your time today, and we'll talk next week. All right. See you guys soon. One, two, three. Listen. Listen.